Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hi, everyone. This is Tom Salemi. Welcome back to the OIS Podcast. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, we certainly had a lot to digest last week, and obviously we're not talking about turkey and pumpkin pie. The absorption of allergen by Pfizer uh, really gives us a lot to consider. And what does it mean for ophthalmology? Now, what about the allergen name? Will we permanently lose what has lately been one of the more acquisitive companies in the sector? I mean, really, it's one of the sector's pioneers. Time only will answer those questions. We need to see how these things play, play out. Uh, we did get a statement from Brent Saunders of uh, Allergan last week. He emailed us, and uh, we ran it last week in the Eye on Information newsletter. And in that statement, Saunders points out that uh, Allergan has an enviable portfolio of products for dry eye disease, glaucoma, and AMD. And, quote, by combining with Pfizer, we will have an even greater impact on the eye care community by expanding our product offering into more markets globally and having enhanced resources to discover and develop new treatments for eye care professionals. So what does all of this mean? To get some short-term answers, I spoke with a handful of people in ophthalmology, private investors, uh, public analysts, uh, ophthalmologists, and uh, the conversations really identified Three points of interest or concern, depending upon how you look at it. One of the, the, the positives of the situation is there's a great deal of confidence uh, in Brent Saunders. The fact that he uh, retained the Allegan name in spring and that he's been in ophthalmology uh, these recent years and really has emerged as a leader and believer in the sector gives people a great deal of confidence. There certainly is a bit of sadness, although uncertainty, about the fate of the Allergan name. Again, Saunders uh, earned a lot of uh, kudos for retaining the name after the merger with Octavis. And finally, there's a look as to how this deal could create opportunities, not only for the new Pfizer slash Allergan, but also for other players in ophthalmology. So... First, we'll visit with Bill Link. Bill, of course, is the co-chair of OIS and a general partner at Versant Ventures. And Bill says that he remains an optimist. He's always an optimist. But what is certain is that we're facing a period of uncertainty. I think overall it's, uh, it's a change. And so I think one of the things we never can quite forecast is what the full uh, comprehensive implications of the change are, Tom. Um, but by and large, as you know, I am uh, optimistic. Um, as long as we're honestly creating value, then the value will be recognized. And I think what Pfizer and Algan are up to is strengthening kind of the combined organization. And there'll be a ripple of changes for sure. They're, they're going to need to achieve a couple billion dollars in synergies uh, over the uh, 18 to 24 months after the uh, acquisition is completed, and that implies that they'll have to make changes and uh, reduce expenses, et cetera. Uh, leaning back, though, from, from that issue, uh, both organizations, Pfizer and Allergan, uh, are strong. Um, and um, Allergan, uh, as we know, has had a, a long-time focus um, in the ophthalmic sector, thanks uh, for that continuous uh, 
recognition on their part that uh, value could be created and um, patients' uh, problems could be solved. So, um, you know, I, I believe that um, while there'll be uh, some changes with uh, strong leadership, and uh, it appears uh, that Brett Saunders will stay in a, in a very solid leadership position in the combined entity, and Brent understands the ophthalmic sector and is committed to it. And thankfully, uh, some of us have really good relationships with him and, and uh, can help them find uh, assets that can help the, uh, help the company grow. I took a moment to speak with Dr. David Park, the CEO of AAO, and he said that the merger you know, really might have surprised him more a few years ago. But given the trend of consolidation, not only in pharmaceuticals, but in other industries as well, he was not entirely surprised to see that kind of deal come together. But he, he remains hopeful that ophthalmology will became, become a significant part of the new Pfizer strategy going forward. And he's hanging a lot of that hope on Brent Saunders. My first gut response was, um, you know, I'm glad that, that Brent Saunders is one of the parties in the dialogue because I have great respect for not only his business acumen, but uh, for the fact that uh, I consider him sort of an ophthalmology person at one level. Mm -hmm. So does that give you some comfort going forward? I'm sure there's some folks who are going to be concerned that Allergan's uh, slash Pfizer or the new Pfizer will have uh, many pots on the stove and may not be able to uh, give ophthalmology the attention that it once did. Uh, does having Brent involved in the decision-making up top uh, give you some comfort that that won't be the case? Uh, yes, it really does. Um, you know, there's, of course, a lot we don't know at this time. And, um, and, the, uh, uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, some of the critical issues for ophthalmology um, on philosophy that, uh, that uh, governs uh, support for in-house research and for external innovation uh, we're just going to better understand with time. But um, the having Brent in the mix as someone that's been in ophthalmology in one capacity or another for a number of decades and someone who's built some relationships within, uh, you know, the vision and eye care community uh, means you're not dealing with someone who is, uh, you know, either unknown or unfriendly. Some of the industries say that they've already seen Allergan pull back a bit. Naturally, with the conversations going on with Pfizer, there's a lot of uncertainty. So a company's not going to make a significant acquisition, at least during the early courtship. But Leah Abraham, senior research analyst at Citi, who covers Allergan, says she doesn't really see a long-term slowdown for Allergan and ophthalmology. In fact, she said if we use the Octavius Allergan deal as a guide, the ophthalmology business could be ring-fenced, or left alone, really, to pursue the same aggressive strategy that it's been pursuing over recent months. This is a tax deal, but ophthalmology is a growing uh, is, is is a is, is a growing part of of Allegan. and as such, um, um, I think it'll be dealt with the way the same way that it was dealt with within the activist Allegan 
um, acquisition, and it was really ring-fenced. And um, productivity actually improved in the ophthalmology, in the eye care division at Allegan since over the past, I would say, 12 months, both on, the, both on the commercial side and in terms of the business development. I mean, Allegan didn't do anything in business development ophthalmology for a very long time. And just over the past six months, or even less than that, we've seen Allegan do... Um, three um, small deals. And I think um, given the fragmentation in the space and given that Brent Saunders is, is around and he's going to stick around and he's a big fan of ophthalmology, has experience in ophthalmology, he's identified it as a high growth, um, as, as, <clears throat> as an area of high growth, um, it'll uh, continue to be of importance and will be ring-fenced in the same way that it was in the Activist Allegan transaction. In fact, in a conference call with analysts last week, Brent Saunders made a point of saying that Activis, then Allegan, intentionally left the Allegan Ophthalmology Unit in Southern California, as well as its aesthetics unit, untouched and in place in that region, which is a center of ophthalmology innovation. This could happen again. I think ophthalmology will be treated as, a, as its own unit. I mean, just think about first geographically where it's located. It's located on the, on the West Coast, and it's its own little hub, and it was, that, that's how it was treated within the activist Allegan transaction. It wasn't really integrated. It was just left to do its own thing, and, I, and, and it's high growth, and I think that that's, it, it doesn't integrate readily into anything within Pfizer, and I think they'll want to preserve it that way. So I see it as, as being, it being left ring-fenced, left to do its thing, left to continue being productive on the commercial side and to um, uh, continue being productive on the R&D and business development side as well. Many see Pfizer's return to ophthalmology, it had exited the sector a number of years ago, as a sign of the sector's strength. Count celebrated ophthalmologist-slash-innovator Dick Lindstrom is one of them. Dr. Lindstrom says he'd love to see more large pharma partners like Merck and J&J move more aggressively into the sector. But the deal could also signal some changes to how eye care products are sold. Lindstrom says companies like Allergan and Alcon relied heavily upon personal connections with salespeople to get products into the hands of surgeons and the offices of physicians. Healthcare, he says, though, is changing, and ophthalmology also might have to change with it. We'll see. Uh, you know, you know, Al- Alcon as they've evolved a little bit. You know, they they uh, they had. Uh, you know, a slightly different uh, on-the-street approach to sales, or a little bit more. I think, in some ways, they're a little bit more customer-centric than uh, than uh, you know, in quotes, big pharma Novartis uh, relied more on personal relationships. But uh, I mean, the way the the way the world is, uh, you know. So I would say that the in quotes the, the Pfizer rep or the Merck rep. Uh, you know, through the years have been slightly different than the, uh, or the Novartis rep have been slightly different than, for example, the, uh, the Allergan or the Alcon, uh, rep, uh, which often were, you know, people with 25, 30 years experience and the like. And, but, uh, and relied somewhat more on personal relationships. But I think, I think what, you know, what our government is encouraging actually is for those kinds of, uh, relationships to go away. And so, uh, yeah, and so I think that uh, you know we doctors, you know, are, are like everyone else, adapting to this whole whole concept. And and I sometimes wonder actually if the you know the future of the of the sales, you know, the pharma sales rep or the buy sales rep may be uh, short lived, and that we you know we may be on our way towards uh, you know an internet based uh, you know purchase uh, uh, approach. Uh, much like we buy everything else, you know, just about not many of us go to the department store anymore. We got everything on 
one or another internet site when we're when we're buying uh, our holiday gifts, for example. And I think the the time may come when we'll go to ASCRS and OIS, and we'll we'll you know learn about products, and then we'll just uh, you know get on the internet and buy them, and there won't be any any or many you know sales reps. So we're probably on our way uh, in that direction. The other thing to consider is the change in corporate leadership, not leadership within Pfizer Allegan, but leadership within ophthalmology. If Allegan does become a bit muted because it's part of a larger entity like Pfizer, or it will be part of Pfizer, there are companies ready to rise up and fill that vacuum. Uh, Dr. Lindstrom points to companies like Alfion or uh, Glucose. Uh, Alfion acquired Lenzar just a few weeks ago. Glaucos, of course, is doing uh, well with its, uh, its MIGS device, and uh, it, it tends to move beyond that. It tends to grow into a broader ophthalmology company. So this is the kind of life cycle that happens in, uh, in industries like ophthalmology. So this could be the beginning of something really different. Emmett Cunningham, of course, the founder of OIS and co-chair and partner at Claris Ventures, expects that other strategic acquirers will benefit, at least initially, from a distracted Allergan Pfizer. In the long term, really might present some opportunities if those two companies identify properties that they no longer want to focus on, but they still see value and they may spin it out to others. I also think that the new Pfizer or Pfizer Allergan will, will probably have to divest some stuff as they, um, as they realize these synergies or as the SEC says they have to. I don't know what internal sort of conflicts they have to, but and so that stuff will be available for smaller, small mid-cap companies, even private VC finance companies, to pick up and push forward. So there will be opportunities. There always are in these. Um, it'll also slow down the the internal pace of innovation at the, this particular organization. But on balance, I think it's a natural process, and it's a, it's probably a good thing. And what's to become of the Allegan name? It could be part of Pfizer, as Alcon still has retained its own identity within Novartis. Uh, it could become a significant brand of ophthalmology products that's sold from the Pfizer name. Uh, either way, the name will, will likely remain. Emmett Cunningham suggests there's way too much value in the Allegan name to let it go, and that we'll continue to see it in some form or fashion. But there seems to be a real resignation amongst those who have been on ophthalmology uh, for a very long time that the entity that is Allergan, one of the the founding pillars of the ophthalmology sector, is uh, is sort of at least disappearing or at least going to be lost within a larger structure. So time will tell as to what exactly Pfizer Allergan will look like. But overall. There's a general feeling that the company will continue to be a big player in ophthalmology, will continue to acquire new technologies, will open the door to many uh, global markets. Uh, Brent Saunders made that point repeatedly during the analyst call last week. So we'll see more sales of ophthalmology products across the globe. So all in all, people see this as a positive. Uh, they see reason for hope. There's obviously some uncertainty, but uh, life is about change, and this is a change that uh, the ophthalmology sector can certainly handle. So thanks for listening to this uh, dissection of the pfizer Allergan deal. Please tune in next week. Uh, we'll have uh, an interesting discussion about uh, the recent events, not only the pfizer Allergan deal, but also sort of a wrap-up of OIS and AAO. So 
Tune in next week to the OIS podcast. This is Tom Salemi. Thank you for joining us.